When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome to episode 124 of the Talking Hockey Podcast. Eric surprised us today. He initially said he wasn't going to make it. it. You know, I was really disappointed in that because he was supposed to go to Harry Potter. And then he realized Harry Potter is on Thursday. No. And today is. <laughs> Tuesday. Supposedly. I can't believe you're supporting J.K. Rowling like that. Some, some say it's Tuesday. I would argue it feels like a Thursday. But yeah, I am supporting not J.K. Rowling. I'm supporting my deep inner child love for Harry Potter. And also, I heard the show is like today. Welcome back, everyone, to the Talking Hockey Podcast. It's your favorite. Producer Luke here to remind you to follow and subscribe on whatever streaming service you use. Leave a review on Apple. Visit our website, TalkingHockeyPodcast.com, and follow us on Instagram at TalkingHockey for daily content. Now, let's get into today's episode with your favorite group of guys, Luke, Eric, Ty, and Martin. I heard it's like action. It's like basically a magic show, except a play at the same time, sort of. That should so, be really cool. fascinated by Hamilton because it's rap. It's basically like a rapping, play, but it's a rap, rap concert. But I've play. watched Hamilton. What do you mean? I'm called. Oh, did you? I'm going yeah. to Mean Girls on Saturday. Mean Girls. That a play? Yeah. Ty has like the real three really <laughs> close girlfriends at work, and he. They've like taken over his personality. Are they the ones that he hooked up with, or are they the ones? Oh my god! (laughs) Just curious. He hasn't hooked up with any of his coworkers. Oh, I thought he did. I thought that's why they hated him. Oh no! Oh Eric, no. Let's let's we gotta delete (laughs) this one. I'm I'm PR control here. Okay. Thank you. Ty has not hooked up with any. Yeah, he member of his coworkers. Ty hasn't hooked up with anyone in the last week. Luke, I've Luke never is, hooked up with anyone. Last week. Luke, is my, <laughs> Luke is my employer PR firm right now. Yeah, I've got to make sure that uh, his image stays intact. That Ty is an, uh, is a virgin. You know. Also, I got the cursed child tickets for free too, so that's even better. Just, so. just we just had to go back to talking about you that quickly. Yeah, exactly. I'm tired of talking about Ty. Yeah, that's too much. For free? Much How do you get much. them for free? Shouldn't they be like? Uh, I have a hookup. I have a hookup, man. I have a hookup. A hookup in the in the theater industry in, in the Toronto. Theater Ed Marvish? Industry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the one time that's ever useful. <laughs> I mean, Toronto so, has some good plays. I went to like a Lord of the Rings play in Toronto. It was unreal. Oh, I saw Hamilton in Toronto. I saw The Lion King in Toronto. Lion King was I saw cool Les too. Mis in Toronto, and I saw Joseph in the multicolored dream coat, <laughs> or so, the technical multi, te- uh, the whatever technical, it's called. Yeah, the, technical how Christian dream, of you. Dream coat. I know, right? <laughs> it's actually my favorite thing ever. I love that play, man. I don't care what people say. But anyways, let's talk hockey. Luke, because... do you prefer the Lion King, the original, or with <laughs> Donald Glover? 
Uh, definitely the original. The, Who likes the, the new one? The Nobody lion, likes the, new the girl one. lion in, in the original? I'd risk it all, brother. <laughs> the, is, the that girl bestiality? Lion or, yeah. is that bestiality if it's cartoon? <laughs> uh, no, it's hentai. Uh, hentai. I can, you can tell I watch it because I yeah that was way too he, quick of an he answer. was you he was overcompensating too, and he mispronounced it and he's yeah. like wait aha, look guys I don't watch it yeah. <laughs> he knows exactly what it is um yeah anyways Vancouver right Canucks yeah so topics for the today I feel like we're just talking Canucks because that's really the story that everyone seems to be talking about nobody cares about anything else happening with any other team in the league right now it seems it's just canucks right um they're oh five and two as we pointed out they haven't won a single game yet and blown is, like they've started their first game their first their first three, three games, three they games blew multiple yep. leads first four right. games first team in history to do so apparently um which, which is pretty incredible this was a year where the Canucks were hoping to make the playoffs. And, and they were supposed to be, they were supposed to be, I mean, I think if we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, we saw them as like a potential, you know, Pacific bubble division, team. bubble yeah. team. But the, the luckily the Pacific is very weak. Like Seattle's on pace for third into the Pacific and they're on pace for like 75 points. Uh, they're not third right now. Well, they're on pace to be. Yeah. It's, it's like, like six a, games. It's a bad, I know, but it's a bad, it's a bad division at the end of the day. It's a so bit, they could turn and the it Golden around. Knights are killing it right now. Yeah. Golden Knights are doing well. Five and two, but which is well. which was also foreseeable. Yeah, yeah, that was rebounds. pretty predictable. Yeah, yeah. Also, they, got a, they have a good team, and they got probably one of the best five coaches in the league. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And Eichel okay. healthy again. Yeah. Anyways, back, back away from the... Golden Knights. Canucks. The fire. Uh, does anyone anyone want to pull up the quotes from the team? Because I think pulling up the quotes from JT Miller and Bo Horvat would be like great. I don't know if producer Luke wants to do that or I have to scroll. That's a lot. That's a Twitter Luke's job. I can I can yeah. pull them up. Yeah. So, because basically the summation of what they were saying, you know, uh, Vancouver again. I think Vancouver players again threw one of his jerseys or threw jerseys onto the ice after. Whichever game. I don't one of their many, many losses. And their quote I think Bo Horvat and JT Miller took it in very different ways. Um is what I could get Mil- a sense Mil- of and what Miller fans said, were talking about. Miller said if they want to throw their shit on the ice, that's up to them. Yeah, it's like he's like, that's their prerogative, like go for it. <laughs> Whereas I think Bo Horvat was like, Yeah, we're not doing a good job and I think like we would like to do better and you know we deserve it and all this other stuff like being kind of a you know the captain that he is so to speak and then JT Miller's like yeah well fuck those guys for doing that in the first place that they want I've heard $200 on a jersey and throw it away go for it sort of deal I've heard Miller's getting shit on by fans in public yeah he just seems like he seems like that type of guy I, you know? I'm reading on Reddit right now that that story in the pumpkin patch isn't true. Um, yeah. So, but I don't know if that is true or not, right? A lot of them try to protect it. There's also the clip that Ty sent of Luke Shen and JT Miller going at it 
which seemed like nothing on the ice. Um, though. I mean, you don't see that though. Like, but it was JT Miller just mission. seems like JT no Miller just that. seems like a, a a dumbass. And uh, I think apparently, JT Miller was asked about it, and he said, "No offense, but it's none of your business." He was, yeah. That's. I mean, I don't think it was that big of a thing. I think a no, lot of people were right. making it a pretty big thing. I think that happens on every team every year. It happens on the bench all the time. There's no difference on the bench than skating off after an intermission. They just heard it on the mics and the broadcast picked it up and that's that. That's the only reason. Like, I don't have a problem with that. I think the bigger issue is that it seems like all the top Canucks players aren't playing well. JT Miller isn't taking it well. He obviously had a career year last year. I think last year was the, the top best year in terms of point production. If I'm not mistaken, and I think um, he started, but and then they signed him. Everyone was talking like, should they trade him? They should have traded him, sold high, and they traded like him. Eight years left with him, right? Yeah. And now he's looking like a terrible signing. But like at the same time, it's still seven like, games. Then. He started out so badly that I think it was on the ice for the first ten goals against that Vancouver gave up. And when yes. you watch Vancouver, yes, he was. He yes. he doesn't even care defensively. Like okay, I've seen one. One Vancouver game in person. It was a preseason game last year against Edmonton. And even then, I was watching JT Miller. The guy just didn't care. I mean, but maybe he's, he's like, our defense sucks he, so hard. He what seems the hell like a guy. Gonna do? <laughs> he seems like a guy who just like checks out. He just doesn't care. Else. He isn't a. He's never been a good defensive player. Like he does good things defensively sometimes. Like he has good defensive skill sets. But he's never been the one interested in actually playing defense. Like, that's never been his strength. He's always been playmaking. What the hell? Martin. Who dropped something? Sorry. Um, <laughs> Martin just doesn't, like, doesn't even react to it. He's like, oh, it's not me. <laughs> um, uh, what was I saying? Yeah, he he's never been a defensive, like, elite defensive player. I think he got a reputation as one in vancouver because he was good at winning face-offs and all that other crap that doesn't really matter and he hits and he hits and he does you know <laughs> all, all the things that the some classics. fans care about that they care like that indicates he's good defensively without doing it but like ty said he isn't super active on the back check he isn't you know he doesn't he isn't 100 percent effort all the time on the defensive end ty picked that up Ty's stuffing his face right now like I am, but yeah. Yeah, well, let's there's be lots honest. Of... JT Miller's not going to make a huge difference on your defense if your defense sucks. Like most of those guys. Yeah, are I mean, if you have fifth, a look at the defense fifth, of Tyler Myers, Ekman Larson, uh, <clears throat> freaking, I don't even know who else is on that. Exactly. Defense, and Quinn who, Luke Shen. Quinn Hughes, Quinn Hughes is, is out Shen? for weeks. Oh my God. Quinn yep. Hughes is out for weeks. Apparently, just but, read. You know, just I don't mean to get doxxed here, but it's a team that uh, one of our friends of the show made and then dipped. <laughs> I don't, I don't, you don't know the she story. Was there a year. I don't even think she was there a year. <laughs> she you was there like. There. She was like nine on the draft. Ten months. Okay. Yeah. Under Bruce Boudreaux last year, the Canucks were on like a hundred point pace. They just they just fired Travis Green too late. They probably would have made the playoffs if they fired him a month earlier. Just and so maybe yeah. What, what changed? What changed is Tyler Myers is a year older. Ekman Larson's a year older. Luke Shen's a year older. No Quinn Hughes, and J T Miller regressing a little bit. 
and then you get an 0-5 and two team. Like, and then on top of that, you know, certain players they're just not stepping up. The team just doesn't look like they have it together. Maybe just a little bit of a bad run going. You know, if this is the middle of the season and they were 10-5 and two, and then they went 0-5 and two or something like that, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. But because it's happening so early in the season, it's just it's a bigger deal than. Do you want me to do you want me to read the quotes that you told me to pull up or Yes, please. Okay. So there was one from October 21st where JT Miller is quoted saying, "I'm trying to be patient, but I'm not going to change the way I'm playing away from the puck and in my own end because I don't think I've given up much of anything there." So he thinks he's had a good defensive year. Um and then there are two quotes from the October 23rd or 24th game. I forget which day it was. Um, Cause I think the jerseys were thrown on the ice. Bo Horvat said, we haven't really given them much to cheer about when you see it happening this year. It definitely sucks. I understand their frustration. And he went on to say a little bit more, I think about how it was also his Jersey that was thrown on ice last year. And it like, he remembers it every single time he goes out to play. And then JT Miller said, if they want to throw their shit on the ice, it's up to them. And people are yeah. saying that there's like two very different leadership styles and they seem to be thinking yeah, it's very Miller. evident right like, yeah it's a very different response but i mean like it's not a bad response though like, no, I it's not a bad response. i would like, respond that way i'm not yeah. a captain i'm not captain. I, I, think, I think sometimes <laughs> things like that are also just read the wrong way he also might have like it might have been like right after it happened you know you're a bit yeah. emotional and you just say the first thing that comes to mind you know it's not like I, I think people looked into it too much, for sure. I think saying if they want to throw sh- their shit on the ice, it's up to them is, is fine. These guys don't build the team. Like, they yeah, have it's not no... his fault. They, I mean, yeah. it's partly his fault, but it's not yeah. his fault they suck. I don't. I don't. I have no reaction to a quote like that. If that happened at one of my players, I think I think Marner's quotes have been much worse about being a little bitch boy. Marner's <laughs> yeah, we'll, crying. We'll talk about out, the yeah. Marner Fortnite stuff right after because i think that'll be ty will have fun with that but i'm gonna um, keep that conversation between him and i but we didn't like it that's not <laughs> keeping the conversation between you and him then uh there marner that was good no he, good he takes okay okay you no, know what this, this, that's no, a conversation we'll do it, for later don't today. do it ty um i i also think that there's a lot of talk i don't know if ty or not ty luke you want to pull up the quotes from vancouver's like management because they were talking about how I think I want to say it was their president or GM. I think it was Rutherford. I want to say it was Rutherford who came out and said like, Hey, it's, you know, uh, it's still a rebuilding season for us or something along those lines. Like he said something about how the Canucks need to rebuild. And it's like, what have they been doing for the past decade if it wasn't rebuilding and it's so <laughs> funny looking back at the quotes from jim benning being like 2014 when he took over saying yeah. this is a team that's you know two years away from contending again it's a two-year rebuild and now we're in year what eight and to start over again yeah eight years now basically and they, they have, have, yeah. have to start over or trade yeah, they a couple have guys some, they have some pieces there you have a goalie that's your demco a okay. goalie who's probably going to be top five in the league, all said and done. Probably at the end of the year, he'll he'll figure it out, right? I think I think yeah. there's no problem. He'll he'll end up top ten, top yeah. fifteen, probably. Unless have... Vancouver is a complete complete shit show. You have so that's one big piece that you have locked up, and you have it locked up long term. Mm-hmm. The next piece you have is Quinn Hughes, and defensively, 
probably leaves much to be desired. He probably should have been a forward growing up, but you know, what can you do now? Right. But he's a player you can build your defense around as long as you have players who will compliment him, you know, play better defensively. Imagine Quinn Hughes with Chris Tanev right now. Um, and you have Pedersen, who has shown a couple years ago, at least, that he could be a top centerman in the league. And you have a draft this year that's going to be very good. Yeah, Hence I mean, why, they, hence why they should three. have traded JT Miller for a 2023 first-round pick from a team like, I don't know, a team that would have given it to them that's, you know, Washington. You could have suckered some you could have team suckered that's someone. probably going to miss Islanders. the playoffs into giving yeah. you a first-rounder. Philly, like, you know, there was some yeah. team out there you probably could have suckered into giving you a first, I think. Who, who could potentially have missed the playoffs, and then, you know, you get another potential lottery pick and a top pick in this draft. And even if it was 15th overall, you know what? That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, that's And now they're stuck with a guy who's 30 years old for another eight years. I don't know how old he is. I think he's 28, 29. Yeah, and, and they brought in a bunch of... And they brought in Ilya Mikheyev. Ilya Mikheyev is playing first-line left wing for them now. And... I mean, if you're paying your first-line winger $4.4 million or whatever, maybe that's good value. I don't know. But I don't know. If we not, break it down that way... He's not playing because we're... <laughs> and trust me, I, I'm a big Ilya Mikheyev yeah. fan. I have a Ilya Mikheyev Leafs jersey. And I bought it like in 2019 when he first joined the team because I saw like two games and I was like, I love this guy. But <laughs> 4.75 million. That's insanity. Sorry. Firstly, I think yeah. we commented on it. That's insanity. A guy who who's fast. Look, if you look at their team, like it it looks similar to like what you would think a last place team or a bottom ten team would look like. Like you could see the potential of them being a playoff bubble team, and I think we all agree if they didn't have Bruce Bruce Boudreau as a coach, none of us would have had them even close to the playoffs. Yeah, I think, exactly. I think we just looked at Bruce Boudreau and went like, Barry Trotz, Bruce Boudreau, these guys get their teams to the playoffs, and or get them as close as possible and make them perform better. But you know, if if the coach isn't pulling magic out of his ass, like what is he gonna do with well a def- what is he gonna do with his top six defensemen being freaking Ackman Larson, Tyler Myers, Luke Shen, Jack Rathbone has some potential, but like you know he's a bottom pairing defenseman right now, and then you have like a bunch of guys like Noah, Yulson, Riley Stillman, like none of those guys are NHL players. And yeah. but I mean also Boudreaux hates Hoglander. Yeah, yeah and he hates Hoglander up. too, and Hoglander's a very good player, and suddenly he was sent to the AHL, but I think they have too many injuries now, so they had to bring him back up. Something along those lines, I'm pretty sure. Um, oh no, they sent him down to the minors. Yep, they sent him down to the minors, and then a day later brought him up. I don't know if that's cap reasons, yeah. or it's... But he still uh, missed a know. game as a result of that, even though you can yeah. say it was cap. But I mean, he's been healthy scratched multiple times by Boudreaux. So I mean, yeah. say what you want about him, there's some... He's a great but, coach. But, but, but again, like their six defensemen, like none of their defensemen that are playing right now would be in the Leafs' top five. Arguably yeah. even top six. Yeah, I mean, is that Luke, is that a fair argument to say? In, like, I'm looking in, at all their defensemen. Would any of those make the starting six in 2022? Like Leafs, I don't think Luke Shen should be in your top four. I don't think Luke Shen should almost. You know, maybe he's on the bottom pairing playing 15 minutes, 14 minutes. Penalty a night killer, yeah. Beside a really good defenseman who can help carry him. 
but like yeah i mean i you just like i can't fully like i can blame booster joe some Boudreaux somewhat but man like you have six guys that wouldn't make like a bunch of teams top for six some reason the nhl team. loves luke uh not luke uh tyler myers well so, it's yeah, easy I mean, to know why because he's huge he's six foot yeah, six he's six foot six foot nine eight yeah six foot six foot eight jesus christ yeah he's fucking huge yeah so i get why they like him but like you know and then they're paying ekman larson 7.2 million dollars for five more years (laughs) yeah more years that was a bad bring in yeah but like and that's a benning right that's not even current management so it's hard to like blame blame them you can't blame like uh what's the gm's name patrick um alvin alvin yeah however you pronounce his name you can't blame him but also, he probably, you know, needed, you know, you lose Quinn Hughes, you lose your top guys, you know, there's not much you can do about it. But what, they, what the rest of the team is bad. It's always like the, been that way for Vancouver, though. Like, they just had... Yeah, they refuse to just admit they're bad in bottom out. Like, that's been yeah, part of yeah. the issue. And they bring in Mikheyev this year and Sime Meyer, uh, not Myers, uh... Miller. JT Miller, Miller again. <laughs> well, the Kuzmenko was supposed to be good. I don't know if he... I think he's had an okay start, but like... It hasn't been great. It just doesn't... Yeah, the team never made sense because they... They just... There, there's no way they're even close to being a contender. And they had that, that playoff shortened... Or the, the COVID shortened year... Uh, actually, no, it was the bubble, right? The bubble, mm-hmm. they all they almost they took Vegas to game seven, right? Almost yeah. made it to the conference finals because that was Demko standing on his head. That was Demko's breakout. And that was Demko, like one of the best goalie performances I've ever seen from a goalie. Yeah. Maybe with Ottinger against uh... Calgary last year. Yeah. Calgary. Yeah, that was insane. Yeah. Like that, those are some of the best <clears throat> goalie performances I've seen. Heroic, like series. nearly, nearly knocking of contender out yeah yes. so like and if you and that's and that was the worst thing to possibly happen for vancouver because suddenly they thought they were good suddenly they thought they were making the right move suddenly they thought they were making progress and it was very clear to anyone with a brain not brainwashed you know if you're a fan i get it because you know you're just brainwashed by the success you want to support it but anyone that's trying to be like logical about the game like they should have seen that coming and we all said it was coming too. It wasn't like you need to be a fucking genius. If Ty can figure it out, then anyone can. <laughs> Let me run the team. I know exactly. <laughs> and they like. I just I, had I to shit know. on Ty a little bit yeah. with with that. Or, you know? Did Luke disappear? Or is he? Is he? I don't know. I mean, his camera's okay. off. I don't know if he's camera. It's a camera off meeting, I guess. Yeah. Um, but like. Just, just see what what do you do at this point? I mean, you, you don't do you fire Boudreaux as a, as a what's the word I'm looking for? Like a reactionary decision. Just try to right the ship as early as you can. Because how many times can you say it's up to the players in the room? Look in the mirror. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> Vancouver. You can still trade JT Miller. <laughs> I don't think you can. Can you not? It's look looking at. I mean, who's who wants to take on a seven-year deal at this point? There's, I mean, some other team would have given him that amount. They they like, very they eight very games I know eight games ago would have eight eight games ago someone would have given him that contract. Yes, 
Yeah, they would. Especially after I, don't year. Th- I don't what think seven have, games changes that. Would they trade an asset? Doesn't matter. You don't or, need. Maybe you don't need to get an asset anymore. Maybe you just need to dump it. You know, dump no, him. You need an asset. You need something. That's just cutting costs. If you're gonna right rebuild it. and you want to in in a flat cap world, I mean, maybe the pack cap rises a couple. Miller's still year, worth but... something. Like he still has what set five points in seven games. Like it's a four, huge mistake. Four goals. Signing yeah, him was just a huge mistake, and at this point, we also Martin make also a good point. He still has value. Like this is my point. He still has value. Yeah. Whether he has enough value to get a worthwhile asset, you know, a first rounder, anything like that, that's definitely up for debate because teams don't like giving away first rounders for thirty year old guys signed to gigantic deals long term. Um, but he, Martin just said it, four goals in seven games isn't, you know, <laughs> he scored. You know, he did let on let in ten goals against while he was on the ice. That's part of. <laughs> You know, that's a bigger issue, but he still scored four goals, and a lot of teams will look at that and go at four goals. But, like, if I'm Vancouver, I got to, like, I got to just tear this shit down. I still have a couple guys in their early 20s I can build around again. I tank one or two years, and I'm back at it. I think they should trade Besser. Well, you know, the interesting ones that they could trade is uh, nobody wants to talk about it in Vancouver, but if you're going to rebuild... You've got to trade Bo Horvat, right? Oh yeah. And nobody and think, in Vancouver wants to talk about that, and I get it. You know, if I'm he's a, he's a huge trade piece this year. Yeah, massive. Un, I mean, he's on a five point five million dollar deal. Last year of it too. Center, yeah. defensively responsible, according big to most boy. people. Big boy, captain. Yeah. Great in the room, according to every hockey man ever. You know that that's a guy that gets you a first. A second, a third, a first. Oh, he gets you value. Yeah. He gets the value. And then maybe he comes back. I don't know if he loves Vancouver so much. You're giving him a chance to go with the playoff team, and then you bring him back if you want to. But, you know, there, there's a there's so many things that they can do, I think. Jesus <laughs> Christ. That would bring value to the franchise. I don't know. I don't know if they should fully rebuild, that they retool, whatever, but they need to change something. But, anyways, we beat this subject to death. I don't know, Todd. Tire Martin yeah. have anything left to say about it? No, I'm good. They have lots of trade pieces, they, and they need they, to that they're probably not gonna trade. They're gonna yeah, they're not gonna trade Bo Horvat. Try like, to I don't see the that ship. happening. They, like right. the fans, whether it's a good move for the franchise, fans would lose their shit for sure, for sure. Like every fan would just be like livid, unless yeah. they somehow like traded Bo Horvat and then somehow won con like got Connor Bedard that maybe they're okay with it but that's still like you know once they trade him that's like six months of fans hating you before you even potentially would you know move past that basically they're not gonna do it GM doesn't have the balls to do it that's my opinion no offense to him owner doesn't have the balls to do owner doesn't definitely doesn't have the balls to do it I mean if they get a top three pick you know you get Fintelli you get Mishkov or you get Bedard like that's fucking yeah, that's your franchise right there. Yeah, so I, it's time to re. It's not even rebuild. It's a quick turnaround. Quick rebuild. retool. Yeah. yeah. Um, Ty, you want to do? Uh, you want to start your Leafs rant? Yeah. Your Marner <clears throat> rant. Um, Leafs suck. 
Martin's gonna love. Or Martin's gonna love this. Uh, this this conversation. It's time to start a dialogue. <laughs> who would have Who would have thought that the Leafs, after what two or three weeks of the season, would look like a team that is um, underwhelming offensively, being carried by a goaltender? <laughs> did, did anyone Did anybody have that on there? On their bingo, bingo card? card? No, nobody no. had the, the Leafs bingo card. Is it good for the Leafs that Murray got hurt so fast? No, I think I think I think one of them was going to do this anyway. I think this was pretty well predicted that one of those guys. But is it is better gonna... that they're Samsonov not? Samsonov isn't an injury. Isn't isn't a band aid boy though? Right? Yeah, is it isn't it better that they determined so quick that it was Samsonov? Because like it feels like even when Murray comes back, like it's. I think that's that's fine. I think that's fine with any tandem goaltending. But I'm just saying it's good. Just, it happened yeah. so fast for them. It's good, and I'm glad that he's looking well because he seems and he seems like a great guy too. And <clears throat> Nick can harp all he wants on he he was well liked. No, Ovi as a prospect. No, no he as was, a prospect. He was well liked. Washington. Yeah. He does give up some bad goals. And I think we've seen that, but he can rebound pretty well, and it's not a it's not a back breaker, right? Like there was a I think first game he played against Washington, he let in like a terrible goal and then shut the door the rest of the way. So the the question is for the Leafs, and then we'll get to the whole Marner being a baby situation. If you want to rant on that, um, their bottom their their bottom six is awful. Yeah, their bottom six and has been, been awful. Like Kerfoot's been Kerfoot's been good. Nylander and I can see Nylander and Tavares have been really good. Yeah, <clears throat> Tavares has been killing it. The first line has been awful. I'm not even yeah. gonna lie. And like, that's just because Matthews can't really buy a goal. Matthews can't buy a goal. He started off. I mean, consider last year he had a broken wrist or not broken wrist. He's coming from a wrist surgery, so yeah. I missed the first couple of weeks. But still, you know, he he didn't score a lot to begin with last year. So yeah, you know I what? Mean, Maybe hard, nobody, chalk it up to we, a slow start. We shouldn't start. be worried about. Matthews, Marner, Bunting, because that'll together. fix itself. That's that'll fix itself. The bottom six might not fix itself. And I think I think every anyone, I think I, I even said it a lot of times. Like they're lo- they lost a lot last. Like okay, Mikheyev, there's I don't think there's any way yeah, they did. can they could have they could have paid him, but that's twenty goals on your third line that you need to replace, and I don't think they did. Their fourth line, who everyone thought was going to be like a defensive. It's getting crushed. Brilliant. It's getting crushed. But also, I think it's because they... I don't know what they were expecting. Like, you have three guys out there. Obey Kubel, Aston Reese, and Kampf, who are on their own very good defensively. But that's it. Right? And they do nothing out. They, they You have three of the exact same guys on a line. And I think the reason why the Leafs' fourth line last year was better, third or fourth line was better last year, is because they had guys like Mikheyev who could skate yeah, and could you know shoot the puck a little i mean not kasha score but yeah, kasha. yeah kasha. well kasha was hurt kasha last year, but... and mikhaev are actually <laughs> big losses like and i think we all said it because that's 20 goals each you know well like, kasha, kasha was out much. most of last year anyway so yeah but like 20 goal pace for kasha yeah right and angval's been brutal he was injured most of the training camp in my whatever. opinion your biggest issue is Definitely your defense still. <laughs> no, it, it, it's it's like, not even a defense. It's, it's Morgan Riley. Morgan Riley has not been good. He's been on the and ice that's for, worrying. And that's, that's worrying. He's been very bad defensively. 
you still have solid D in the sense that Brody's good, Sandine's good, Giordano's been great. Lilligren should be back in a couple of weeks. And I mean Hall and Muzzin, whatever. They're they're awful. But like it's not like it's not like they're a bad defensive team. They make some dumb mistakes. But they limit scoring chances again, or they've been very good at limiting scoring chances. At least in Keefe's defensive yeah. system, I that mean, I think it'll be fun. Brody was awful yesterday, though. But I mean, like, he he's been very solid. I'm not otherwise. worried about the defense. I'm a little bit about Morgan Riley. I'm not worried about the defense. Lilligan comes back. Sandine, you know, like Sandine's been great. Giordano's been great. TJ Brody's always been good. Maybe we have to worry about Morgan Riley a bit. The thing is, like, at least the goaltending is performing. But, and yeah, that's the opposite of last year, right? I the defense was really good. Yeah. And the goaltending, which means I have more I have more faith in us having good goaltending and then figuring out the third and fourth lines than I do our fourth line and third line figuring it out and our goaltending just being in shambles. Yeah. And right? that like Matthews will score, Marner will be less annoying, you know, Robertson's been a great story. Um and fit in very well and look like an NHL player. So the top, top two lines, it, it, I think it's easier to fix your bottom, bottom six than mm, it yeah. is your top line. Right. And unfortunately, like, you know, I still think the, the fourth line, like, I think they can still get it together because it's not like in Pittsburgh, Zach Ashton Reese was working with super talented guys that can skate well, you know, but but the, it's just that they have three guys who do the exact yeah. same thing on that one line. But your your depth scoring also looks worse right now. And it's now bad, yeah. Because Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, and Bunting aren't per se pulling above their weight class like they're expected to, right? But they right? will like, because... They will. So I think that will change how your, your bottom six is perceived because right now your second line of Tavares and Nylander are pulling their weight by far, and then Matthews, uh, Matthews and Marner aren't as much. So you're having a problem of the you're bottom right. six the, having the to come top line starts harder. producing. Once the start first line starts producing, that gives yeah. the like third and fourth if, lines a if, little bit more rain to produce as well. Yeah, if Matthews is more like he was last year, which was way above a point per game pace. It's a goal per game pace, basically. Almost a goal per game pace. It looks a lot different right even right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, also, there's moves to be made, I think. They need to bring in scoring on the third line. I, I think I, but Robertson... I've, I've, said this. I've said this for a long time, though, like since the summer, that they don't have a guy who can finish on their bottom six. They, there's like no depth scoring. Is that where potential. Robertson steps up or Malgin? Or... Well, I think Malgin. I don't think Malgin gets another shot unless yeah, because I don't think Malgin can play on the bottom six. I think Malgin's fit is only on that second. Was only on that second line, and now that Robertson's come back and been looking good, unfortunately, I don't think Dennis Malgin really gets another legitimate shot. Yeah, NHL player yeah, for yeah. sure, but I think he's like one of those guys who needs to be playing in the top six to be. I think he can produce on the third line. You give him 
Yeah. I mean, you just yeah, need. I don't know what. I don't know what you. The, the the fourth line needs fixing, and I don't think it involves playing Wayne Simmons more often and Kyle. Cl- it's it's and, more no, like no, no. you can't put the fix to, is not Simmons and Cla- Kyle Clifford. Cl- Cl- God, I can't even. Say I mean, <laughs> surprisingly, Simmons was really good on Saturday, but you know, Obey Kubel yeah. has has not looked good. They're getting shelled, but I mean, I think that the the goal of the that line was always just to start them in the defensive zone and then yeah work I their mean, way out but they just have not been limiting chances against i don't think and they're definitely not going to be scoring another very unfortunate thing for toronto is pierre engvall doesn't play like a six foot five 230 player but he's I mean, fast pierre, he, he never did he has a lot i know but he needs to like Engvall he, needs could to you play... imagine he was fast and that big and played like he was that big He'd be we don't they don't need him to play that big. What they need him to do is score some freaking goals. <laughs> but he could do it more if yeah, he, he used could do his it body more by, to yeah, body yeah, in sure. the positions. But and, I'd rather him be using his do. speed, using his skating, yeah, playing. But use his speed with the body. Like just be like, I'm yeah. taking this puck to the fucking net and get out of the way, defense. You're or you're right. coming with you're me. right. You are yeah. right. But he can do it without doing that, is what I'm saying. He should be able to put up twenty goals. Which is why he tries too much. Goals. Yeah, he needs he to realize if if your skill is not going to work, it needs to be blunt force, and you, you have the size to goals. do that. <laughs> he's too lanky. He's like Kai. Yeah, he's like a, he's a giraffe. Push literally. him around. Yeah. Well, you should put on some weight. <laughs> 15, 20 pounds. Yeah. Just Anyways, Ty, what do you muscle. think about the whole Marner thing? I don't know. He he tries to like. I don't know. He he makes big deals Does out of he nothing just because you the wrong way. Because that quote that Sheldon Keefe said wasn't was even that bad. Nothing. It was literally nothing. Like why? Literally personally, nothing. why is the media even making um, the Toronto it's media Toronto, makes a big deal? That's Toronto. Read the read the whole matter. quote. Okay, that's not what he what he he didn't just say our elite players weren't playing like elite players. What he said was the difference between Toronto and Arizona. Is that Toronto has elite players and Arizona doesn't? It's honestly a compliment. And yeah. tonight like, they didn't play. Game, and tonight elite. they didn't play like elite players. No. Which is true. Which was 100 percent true because that game against Arizona, they were awful. Yes. Yes, they got jobbed by the refs at the end, but should it have even been that close? Probably no. not. It should have been. Ottawa a beat them six-two. So. Teams often <laughs> show up against the Leafs. I'm not gonna lie. Every team, they do, and there's a reason. Like it's you're on the biggest stage, and you're like, I don't want to play. Like the I'm on the biggest stage. Pumping. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. I mean, you, there was definitely a Nick Ritchie goal coming. That that was crossed off the list pretty early. <laughs> That's inevitable. That was yeah. on the bingo card. Yeah, that was the most obvious one. Someone should have. We yeah. should really start betting on you know Nick Ritchie okay. goals. So keep keep going. But keep anyway, going on like why he was just such a baby about it and he's always been such a baby about anything any criticism do you, are, Marner, do you think people are making him out to be a bigger baby than like no what he is what it really he, it was just like uh you know i didn't like the comment but or whatever, is he a biggie, like, bigger no, baby like, behind he, closed he's, doors he's a bigger baby for like <laughs> bringing up the story and saying oh we had to talk about it like fuck you you're telling me you're starting off very well mitch marner you're like so the problem with Marner is that when he is not on, and I think everyone here and listening to this will agree, is that when he is 
the puck isn't following him and he's not like the magician with the puck and his passes aren't going through and he can't handle the puck very well. And, you know, he definitely can't shoot, right? He's, he's not a shooter. He's not a goal scoring threat yeah, by scored, any means. Didn't he score 30 goals Yeah, last he year? did. But I mean, he's not going to beat a goalie with his shot, but if he's not, you know, he's not, he's not that, that puck handling genius. He's like borderline unplayable. Right. Mm, and yeah, he, guess, he takes, but... you know, the, the concept of like gravity in sports, right? Yeah. Um, like when he's not producing space, they just go to like they there's double team Matthews. Like we saw that against Montreal in that playoff series in 2021, right? Or 20 2021. 2020. Where yeah, 2021, yeah, the yeah. the COVID year still. But like you know against Montreal, like he was awful. Like that was he was like you could have healthy scratched him and played. I don't know. Wayne Simmons 25 minutes a night and it would have been better right because yeah. they just they just double team Matthews and Marner can't do anything with the puck and when I sent I sent a I sent a um, a screenshot earlier today we always make fun of I mean like you, you can criticize the guy because he's not been good and a lot of the team hasn't been the, the elite players haven't been good right but his like his like so I sent the screenshot on it on Twitter, but his shots mm-hmm. per sixty is down about half of what it was last year four point yeah. zero seven to start the year seven point three four last year and it's always mm-hmm. been around seven in his career and it's at four right now yeah. shooting percentage set fourteen point nine or fourteen percent whatever but his um his individual expected goals per sixty so that's like you know the chances he's generating is at 0.46 whereas last year and the years before was at like 0.7 they're bringing up the advanced analytics here so he's at like half of his career averages and when yeah, he's I mean, not generating rebound, right yeah. like, again like i don't have a problem with him and matthews not produce i mean it'd be nice if they did but like you know they'll rebound not worried about it i don't i agree with you guys i don't like the comment like take the criticism move on it was such yeah. a like don't be a but baby. also but also was he really given a chance to move on considering like all the media did for days after keith made that comment to talk about it so we maybe like i forgot about it something. afterwards and again it's he had to call out his team after the first game as well like they're just not like against teams that they should have beat like montreal and arizona two teams that are going to be in the bottom of the league this year and they just didn't perform Anyways, Correct. I want to move on from the Leafs because I, I'm I'm over them. <laughs> um, the Stars. How are you liking the Stars so far? They're fucking killing it. Not well, against Ottawa. Not against okay. Toronto either. But um, <laughs> I mean, they're two losses basically. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thanks, guys. Hey, in the they're game against it. Ottawa, Ottawa looked real good, or Dallas looked Autumn- real bad. But Ottinger's the big. leading goalie in the league right now in terms of goals saved above expected. Uh, He's their so scorers good. are doing it or killing it. The Even Wedgwood in that was really good. Sorry, who? Wedgwood, Wedgwood. the the backup. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're doing really well, man. I don't. I, mean, like, I think we all is... said they would make the playoffs, but Miro Heiskanen is so good. They're leading the division right now. They're, they, 
they have a lot of offense and it's young offense. Like Hints and Robertson are both stars and Pavelski's still playing out of his mind. Robertson's well, arguably a superstar, right? Yes. I mean, what how old's Pavelski? What, like thirty eight? Thirty eight? I'm pretty sure he's thirty eight. Yeah, he's an old <laughs> I'll man. Double check like, on that, he, but he's old. And he's still playing Unreal. And they always said he was the American Crosby, and it's so it kind of makes sense that he's aging quite well, as Crosby is doing too. Um, he is. Crosby's been doing well also. Pittsburgh's also killing it right now. But, you know, Pittsburgh's always been a really good regular season team. I think they're, yeah, they're tied with Carolina right now, but they're... And Crosby, and they're scoring a lot. They're scoring, yeah, they're scoring like, a lot. a lot. Dude, the Raquel... Gensel Crosby line is sick. Have Gensel's you have you guys watched like any Pittsburgh games. games? What? Yeah, Gensel's been hurt for like two games. Well, the first couple games. Yeah, anyways, they came they out real hard. Unreal. Yeah. And Malkin had some sickle the other night. He's turning it back. I saw one of Raquel's good. goals. It was unreal. Also, I always liked Raquel, that... but he never. Did yeah, it. he never like went took the next step. Yeah, like he, he was, was always just on the verge. Like I remember, everyone kept drafting him flashes. in fantasy. Yeah, he'd have flashes, and you're like, okay, this is it, this is it, <laughs> this, this is the it. breakout. And then he'd and... finish the year with like forty points again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you just like fucking hell. Maybe that's he had, like, one fault. year. Yeah, I did blame Anaheim, <clears> and, <throat> but yeah, he he did well when he went to Pittsburgh last season. So there's that. But Go back and to the, Dallas. The Flyers are also in third in the Metro right now, four and two. Some surprises. I mean, you also want to know someone who's been really good to start the year? Shane Goss to spare. Yeah. Who the Flyers had to literally pay to get rid of. Dude, uh, guess, okay, okay, without looking, Ty, guess how many points Shane Goss bear had last season? 40. No, not even close. No, I uh, thought it was like 20-something. He was no, he was at like fifty something points last year, man. Oh, okay. Like he actually here. Let me pull it up just to confirm. But I'm pretty sure he had like fifty. Yeah, he had fifty one points in eighty two games last year. He was he he had a he was he did it he had a good job. And And now the Flyers said the Flyers said we don't want to play you. Yeah, now he has five points in five games. Even when the he played for the Flyers in twenty. Uh, 20, 20, 21, and 41 games, he had 20 points. He's always been a 40 to 50 point guy, power play specialist. You know, he was minus 23 last year, but that's on Arizona. Um, it's minus seven this year, and again, that's because he's on Arizona. But he's always been a decent player. Like, he's just a fine second, third pairing defenseman. Give him some power play time, and you'll put up 40 to 50 points. And that's what he's done. Like, first full year in the NHL, 46 points, 64 games. 39 points in 76 games, so 40-point pace again. He just went off one year and had 65 points in 78 games. But other than that, every year he's been a 40- to 50-point pace. Which defensemen do. Philly. Defensemen randomly do that. They'll randomly yeah, they all, have a they year. They all have like a random one year. And then yeah. two years after that, he had like 12 points in 42 games, and that's when the Flyers were probably like, you know, we're done with this guy. They traded him. Well, they also had Provorov at that point, who they wanted to be their power play well, quarterback. Well, that you know, if you if you want to talk about the problems at Philly, it's because Provorov, who everyone thought would be a number one defenseman, is barely even a second pairing guy. 
Yeah. And barely has so, been a second pairing guy back, for like yeah. two or three years. Yeah. Like, and they and keep last... throwing him out there in number one minutes, playing 24 or 25 minutes a night half the time. And he's really just a second pairing defense, like a average second pairing defenseman, basically. Um, my last topic of the day, Eric. Speaking of defensemen with good starts, how do you feel about your boy Rasmus Dahlin? Oh, yeah. that th- This is definitely uh, me and Martin are going to rub this in your face. Because <laughs> what is he? How many goals does he have right now? Five? Six? He had five, five goals in his first five games. Five and yeah. five? Five and five. And, uh, yeah, he's killing it. I mean, he's still not amazing defensively if you watch him, but... The offense, man. The offense. And me and Martin said this. The offense is where the potential is. Eight points in five games so far. Five, five goals in five games. That's yeah. the Five goals, five line. games. And he's plus eight, which is... He has, no, something. He has four more goals than Matthews. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's Matthews arguably and a better Arbor, goal scorer than Matthews. Matthews and Arbor Jackai have the same amount of goals. <laughs> <laughs> and Arbor Jackai worked at Costco last year. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so Darlene's killing it i mean this is a fuck you tie rubbing it in your face because you i want to uh, talk about one more team um and it's minnesota because eric said they're dark horse Stanley uh, cup yeah. and they're <laughs> and then one been to in four shambles. and one <laughs> <laughs> that is an awkward prediction on my part to be fair i, mean... I thought flurry would be decent yeah, to he's good, and he's been like atrocious, like probably the worst goalie in the league. This is- the thing is, they're still getting points though. Like, yeah, like all still... their top guys are scoring. Yeah, like, they're just getting outscored like just, five four. <laughs> They've allowed twenty seven goals. They've allowed the most in the central so far yeah. in five games, <laughs> compared to some teams at seven and so on. I I have a feeling they'll turn it around. So, and they're third in the con- in the in the uh, division in goals. Like they, they, I think they'll turn it around. But like you can't, uh, you can't outplay bad goaltending. No, you almost can't. the The rare exception is literally the Leafs last year. That's the only time I've almost ever seen a team, you know, like outplay bad goaltending, like atrocious goaltending. Other than that, like it very rarely happens. So, yeah, that's awkward for me because I really did think the Wild. Could do it, but right. now my new hot take is Dallas. <laughs> Dallas present <laughs> trophy winner. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. But yeah, I, I did think I like if you think... look at Minnesota objectively, like their team top to bottom, ignore goaltending, that team should be a President's Trophy contender. Well, with the amount of points they're getting, if they were getting average goaltending, they would be. They would be. Yeah, their, whole, their record would be flipped. They'd be four I mean, one and one. And to be honest, the Wild have had this issue a lot. Like the Devin Dubnik years, like Devin Dubnik had like one or two good years in Minnesota, and then like three or four really bad ones. And they still somehow just made the playoffs because they were excellent defensively. Right now they're not as excellent defensively and in front of bad goaltending, and this is what you get. Why aren't they as good deep? Defensively, they have pretty much the same. They don't have Boudreaux anymore. I think Boudreaux is a big part of that. Okay. You know, he, he's but very. Your he's boys been are one there. Of the best defensive your, your players. Boys, Brodeen. Spurgeon's a year older. Brodeen and Spurgeon's a year older. I think they're in. The, they're twenty nine, thirty. Both of them now. Isn't Spurgeon say. into his thirties? They might be. Yeah, and I mean, Spurgeon gets know. injured a lot. And he gets. Well, he's yeah, also tiny. 
He's yeah. a tiny defenseman. That that's probably why he gets hurt so much. Yeah, he's thirty two. Brodeen's twenty nine. Matt Dumba's twenty eight. This isn't a in their prime defense core anymore. You know, it's yeah. a couple guys. Matt Dumba hasn't been great in a couple years, to be honest. Like Matt Dumba three years ago, like everyone talking about this guy being the next number one defenseman, and he just barely been an average second pairing guy for a couple of years now. So the unfortunate thing, Rossi isn't looking great out of their forward I mean, group. What do you mean he's not looking great? They play him like four minutes a night. What is he supposed to do? I mean, look at his look at his minutes per game. It's fucking ridiculous. They play him like four minutes, seven minutes, nine minutes. Like it's stupid. The last game like, they obviously played, he's not last, gonna... yeah, last game they played, they played him thirteen minutes. Okay, there you go. Thirteen minutes. Is that more than like any other game? Because I'm. Yeah, I remember that's, like that's the first the four or five games, he didn't play more than like eight nine minutes. Like if well, you he have had one game at four thirty, but then he was there. You go hurt the re- the other the next game, so he probably left that game hurt. <laughs> nah. So you're wrong. Okay. And then they okay. get my his bad, first game bad. of the season. He doesn't play very much. Like it's not yeah. a huge average. His average yeah. minutes. Is I mean, 12. I'm not I'm not worried about Marco Rossi. You know, he'll Matthew Boldy's been sick. So Which that's is good, good for them. That's, that's good. very good for them. Yeah. I'm. Anyways, I don't have any qualms about picking Minnesota. If their goaltending rebounds, they can do fine. They might not, not even be rebounds, able to be. Just plays average. Yeah, I mean <laughs> Minnesota play, in the like, second. Trash. Exactly, but Minnesota in the second half of last season was on a president's trophy winning pace because they had basically. amazing goaltending. Both they guys. Had... I don't think amazing. I think mind. they had no, good they were. No, yeah? I'm pretty sure Talbot and Flurry both went on heaters, and they were Maybe. just playing them back to back. I mean, it was that, but also all their guys were having career yes. years. They also made a big mistake too. by getting by just dumping Kacken in for nothing. Yeah, I don't. Oh, that's because they couldn't fit him in, right? They when they traded for Flurry, they had to. They had Talbot and Kacken in. Right, yeah. and Kakinen looked like a guy who could potentially start over Talbot a lot of last year. Is Kakinen doing anything? He's, he's on San, San Jose, Jose. Right? yeah, but he's—I mean, San Jose's not doing much. But I think he's a good, like, their their backup is Gustafson, who I don't think is. Yeah, I mean, the Sharks aren't exactly doing much better than the Wild right now. So, but I think Kakinen's a better goalie, like, option. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, I think that's enough for today. Then Luke looks like in for sure. Luke, uh, Luke's ready to go. He's Luke's ready to go. He's he checked out a long time. He checked ago. out like uh, two my minutes. My landlord, in. my landlord was here, so he was oh. knocking on my door and stuff. So why was he knocking? What did you do? Yeah, Luke, long story, Luke but our washer and dryer, our washer and dryer, been broken basically since we got here, and the delivery companies are useless. So we have to get our seventy-two-year-old landlord to come, like basically hook everything up. <laughs> so that they because they're like oh yeah we don't do the pump we don't touch the water we don't touch the filter we don't do any of that stuff we just put the so you machine put in, in and the then hook everything yeah. yeah they're like we can't get on ladders we can't do anything they're like the only thing they do is take bring in the new machine connect everything that's already connected and then leave that's it so that's yeah you should call renee i'll do it renee is yeah. in morocco oh, yeah that's true all right yeah i've seen all the insta stories when are I we going to connect the washer and dryer 
Uh, of course, Martin does. Get you a man like, like Martin's get you a man like Martin. Years old. Because you, do you know Martin's a homeowner? <laughs> no, we haven't heard <laughs> yeah, that yeah, one for in the a while. Podcast I, listeners, I, I bought Martin a new a washer homeowner. for the house and connected myself. So yeah, Martin's I'm a good so landlord, better landlord than than Luke's. Martin landlord. is Martin. No, yeah, my landlord the is great. One good my trait Martin great. has is that he's handy. That's actually a good point. That's the one hey, thing Martin, I can give Martin credit handy. for in his entire <laughs> life. There's only one thing. It's that he's handy. God, uh, false. Anyways, thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for listening to our story. Thank you, everyone, for tuning into this week's episode. We love and appreciate each listener that sticks around to the end. With that comes reminders to leave a review, press follow on those streaming platforms, and make sure to head over to Instagram to follow Talking Hockey. We're on the road to 30K, and we can't wait to continue to build our audience. Luke, Eric, Ty, and Martin signing off. We'll see you all next week.